What Speaking Freedom does online is provide general information for the culture to use to advance and improve. What we do privately is help individualize it for your needs and benefits. Grow with us. We are kings, we are gods, but how you get them to believe it when they don't believe in anything? We're going to save some lives in this lifetime. We haven't church in a while. Like guys, Dr. In the streets, the Holy Ghost used me to set them free. If love is the new religion, the hate is sinning, we stay winning. Just handling God's business, we ain't tripping. No bread to be dipping. Cause we're speaking freedom. Giving you the answers to be free. We use the client to develop, to grow and to bring out the best in themselves. We are simply a tool to help you learn how to make better decisions. Not just one decision, not just today, before the rest of your life. <laughs> Encouraging each person through each trial and tribulation. Work call, yeah, man. Gotta go in here and dive, but I don't get tired. It's beginning to look a lot like wood. Follow my every step. Take notes on how I crept. I'm about to go in depth. This is the way I greet my season. Here's my get the rep. Speaking Freedom presents Good Head Group providing advanced spiritual studies and personal developmental insight. Brought to you by Love Gang and Speaking Freedom. We look forward to helping you grow in all the areas of your life. We hope that you find all the information needed for your growth. God bless. Please listen to all disclaimers provided. If you are currently under physician's care, please maintain that relationship. This is not intended to stop your current treatment plan. If you need physician care, please seek out medical attention. Please note, all results are based on the individual's ability to adapt and adjust to any given environment and situation. We are not responsible for your results at Speaking Freedom. The Life Enhancement Coaches at Speaking Freedom provide information to help you grow. You are responsible for maintaining that growth, taking on and then applying the information to your individual life as you deem needed and necessary. This may contain and explain explicit content. Please use parental discretion. For best results, you will need an open mind, the ability to research, and a balanced lifestyle. 16, 17. So at that age... But if you go to somebody's room, guess what you're expecting? Guess what's going to happen? Guess what? If if they think that you come in there at that time, you ain't coming for the show. You coming for the after show. After the show is the after party. And after the party is the hotel lobby. And after the, it's probably, and after the original is probably, oh, fiesta, fiesta, fiesta. Like, when you go, you're not going just to be on your best motherfucking behavior. You're trying to see what the fuck popping now in that particular situation that I just described. I remember, I, I think it was like the double tree. And we went up. We was out in the hallway kicking it. They was talking and laughing and joking. We kicked it for a long time. And then, goddamn, was just... It, it was nothing, but it was something because it, it, uh, it allows me to be able to tell you from experience how people get into those things. And some people, all they do is follow niggas around the shows. I knew a bitch one time. She loved motherfucking Nelly ass. She went to every show. She would go around the country to see this motherfucking nigga. I ain't never, ever in my life 
been so into somebody's music or their talent to where I was following them around everywhere they went. If you somewhere that I go or I know or where I'm at, I might come to your show. But I'm not just following you like you in uh, Alabama. So I'm going to Alabama. Fuck you in Alabama. If you ain't coming here and if I don't go when you are here, then guess what? It wasn't that motherfucking serious. And this is a whole bunch of extra shit. Probably a little bit of TMI, but not really. Because I'm not ashamed of anything that I've ever done in my life. Everything from my past and um, growing up to the age of 23 is in the book. It's my time. So if you ever want to goddamn know how the fuck I grew up and came to where I am right now from the early part of my life, you can go and read the book. You might not know everything and everybody, but goddamn, it's in there. But the point is, when you are 16, 17, one, you're looking for, uh, some, most people have been taught to look for a come up. Most of these people are coming from poverty stricken situations, looking for a way to come up in advance. And for the ones that their parents took them, their parents need to go to jail. I don't give a fuck. Bitch, don't take your motherfucking child to a known motherfucking sex offender. Somebody that's been accused of fucking little girls like your little girl and you think that it's just innocent? Those parents need to go because they, they, they exchange their children for financial benefits. And then, like, the little guy that said he was 17 at the time and R. Kelly asked him had he ever had any fantasies and then persisted to suck his little dick. You allowed R. Kelly to pull your pants down to un or unzip your pants and to get on his knees and you never backed up once and said nah nigga I'm not on that I know niggas that will fight if you ever come at them like that I know niggas that will goddamn kill your ass for trying them but you wanted to go back because you really wanted your career I feel bad. I feel bad for I feel bad for the niggas that got manipulated because they thought they was manipulating or they thought that they was gonna get over. Because I just feel like, you know, I feel like if you you could go, like if I go and I pursue um a career and the person makes sexual advances at me, it I could say no, but if I keep going back and I know that that's what they want, especially if they've already started out sucking my dick. Or eating my pussy. Like if I go. Oh, this, is, this is the reason why I say man. I am selective about who I drink with. Because I would never want to go somewhere. And be drinking. And be like oh shit. I'm so fucked up that I didn't get fucked. You know what I'm saying. Like, Or I, this is the way I normally explain it. I never, I never drink with just any females. Because I don't want somebody. To think that I'm drunk. And now they can take advantage of me. One, because I know how I am when I drink. Two, because I know how people are. There are people that will slip you Mickey's. There are people like, it. matter of fact, if you don't eat enough before you start drinking, you'll be so drunk that you will think somebody slipped you something. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like to put myself in the situations that allow me to be taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Like, or that opens the door for somebody to think that they can take advantage of me. So, um, and I, I, I could or could not post this video. Um, but I've already told all these stories before. Like, so, um, literally 
I, I, I sympathize with everybody involved, but I don't think that um, all parties are victims. Once you consent, once you say okay, once you go back and play, once you, you know what I'm saying, act like it's okay, or you, you know what I'm saying, look the other way when it's happening to somebody else, that's consensual. You ain't got to say yes to consent. Once you walk in the door, you consent it. Until you say no, it's consent. I mean, maybe I'm old school because when uh, growing up in the military, um, on the street, you know what I'm saying, a lot of shit that they saying is is wrong now. <laughs> Was perfectly fine then. Everything that they're saying is wrong now was okay then. And it's crazy because everything that was wrong then is okay now. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, you could fill a woman up, you could talk to them in any kind of way, sexually harass them, and nobody would have said nothing. You could rape a bitch and nobody would say nothing. You could do all these things and nobody would say nothing. But you couldn't post nude. You couldn't get down with no porn like acceptable. What no gay shit acceptable. What a lot of shit wasn't acceptable. But you could sexually harass, <laughs> get down and do whatever you wanted to. Um, at at one point, and now it's crazy because you can't sexually harass. You can't talk to people. Um, any type of way. You can't fill people up. You can't. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that was okay then. But if you look at how things have changed now, now you are able to be a sexual being, nudity, um, promiscuity, um, you know what I'm saying? All the shit like on OnlyFans and all that type of shit that was not okay then. Like porn was a bad thing back then. Now it's right there in the open. However, now that it's more in the open, it's more restrictions on harassment um, and sexual advances. And a lot of times, like uh, a few couple years ago, I realized that a lot of reasons why women are thought to be um, need to be covered up because there was no constraints or, you know, what I'm saying um, consequences if somebody did something wrong to you sexually. So in order to stop people from abusing or sexually assaulting you, it was better to be covered up because if they can't see it, then they can't want it. If they don't know you got it, then they, you know what I'm saying, ain't going to be trying to get you for it. You know what I'm saying? But now they are making it where people are more free, but you can't talk to me any type of way. You can't do any type of thing. You can't, you know what I'm saying, think that it's okay to do things that was okay 20 years ago. Like, 20 years ago, that shit that Bill Cosby got accused of, that was fine. The shit that R. Kelly doing right now was fine 20 years ago, yeah. That shit is just now becoming a problem. And I'm not saying it is wrong or right. I think that overall, society has to get a better understanding of life. I think that overall, society has to understand the course of how abuse um changes you how healing happens and um like consequences accountability and all those things but guess where it started from when they first came here massacred uh, native americans then they start raping killing the um the uh people 
They started putting people, you know what I'm saying, in slavery. And they started doing all of these things that nobody had to account for. And then white people kept doing it. And then it rubbed off on the black people. Because if white people is doing it, then the black people going to do it. Even if they don't do it as bold, they still going to do it. And then it just trinkled down. And now what it is, the society is kind of trying to begin to correct the wrongs from the past. But the biggest wrong that's the hardest to correct is the one that's around racism and stuff because it's so deeply embedded into the system. You will really have to undo the whole system in order to get it to where it needs to be. But again, this video was because I heard the little piece about R. Kelly, his trial or whatever. And I just think that um, those people, they met, they match. They thought they was going to get over and that wasn't how it went. Bye. So the last video got cut off. Then I ended up talking to the person that called me from the school about it for a little bit longer. But um, the last thing that I was saying, and I'm going to try to wrap this up. You should not be able to be a willing participant of a um, any type of encounter, whether a sexual encounter or not, and then try to act like you're the victim. You ain't the victim if you participated willingly. You're not a victim if you don't give me that Stockholm Syndrome shit. You ain't got Stockholm Syndrome the first time somebody do some goddamn shit. Stockholm Syndrome take years for you to be convinced that somebody love you that don't really love you. For you, it takes Stockholm Syndrome don't happen after you get one head. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody give you head one time. You ain't got to go back. You ain't got Stockholm Syndrome because that nigga sucked your dick one time. You don't get Stockholm Syndrome until you get comfortable and overly okay with it after several times, months or years. You don't have one encounter with a motherfucker and now you just so in love you can't leave them. You don't have one encounter and have Stockholm Syndrome. So when you talk about victims and or victim shaming, I don't think that in, unless you are like 13 or 14 and you really like goddamn gullible, I don't believe that none of those other people are victims. I don't believe that the grown woman that they had on that motherfucking TV show that lost her job or quit her job or whatever the fuck she did on some stupid ass shit following behind some dumb ass motherfucking nigga. And just because you rich don't mean your motherfucking ass ain't dumb. Clearly. But I don't believe that, um, I, I just don't believe that those people are victims. You're not victims because somebody fucked you one time good. The minute that you go back, the minute that you keep going back, the minute that you pursue a relationship with a nigga that you, one, know he got other bitches. Two, you know he got down, got access to other bitches. And three, if he's doing something to you. That you are not okay with. Because it don't sound like he was waiting like eight, nine, ten months to do wild shit. He was meeting motherfuckers and straight off the rip, let me suck your dick. He was meeting motherfuckers and straight off the rip, give me some ass, give me some head. He wasn't like, oh, I'm going to groom you for six to eight months. And then I am going to screw you. He was fucking bitches straight off the rip. The only little bitch that he didn't fuck straight off the rip probably was the little bitch that was going to court on his last thing. And she can't be a victim. You know why she shouldn't be able to be a victim? 
I don't give a fuck that she was 17. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. When she actively, persuasively, and manipulatively pursued Robert Kelly, kept going back, and then waited until he pulled his dick out to goddamn say, and that probably wasn't the first time she didn't probably gave him some head before. I'm sure she ain't telling the whole goddamn story. She been around all that time, and all of a sudden, she telling him her, her real, yeah, right, bitch. I don't believe you. If I was R. Kelly, I would question every motherfucking one of y'all about a whole lot of shit that was goddamn um, questionable on y'all actions because you don't quit your job behind no motherfucking nigga that you unsure of. And this is what I be trying to... Listen, I just had a conversation the other day with somebody and she was telling me how she had did all this, you know what I'm saying, shit behind the motherfucking nigga. And I told her to slow down before she pulled that trigger because you'll know that nigga enough to know what he on for real. You don't really know that nigga enough to know if he really real because at the end of the day, for real, it takes a while. This is why, listen, y'all think that I just be hating on people that get married quick or start dating quick or get jump into a sexual relationship. I'm not one. You need to make sure the motherfucker ain't got herpes. Because motherfuckers is around here. Spread motherfucking herpes. Like goddamn they don't give a fuck about. No motherfucking body but themselves. And I say that. Seriously. Because guess what. I know somebody. That got herpes. Not me. And be fucking niggas. And I don't even know if the person always tell niggas. That they be fucking. That they got herpes. So, like, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here like that. But it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that's goddamn manipulative and shit, too, that think that they getting over on you and they don't even know that you got some shit in your closet and your goddamn skeletons, too. So, listen, I'm not going to make this a long, long, long second part. But I'm telling you right now that... I feel bad for R. Kelly because he's not the only nigga in the industry that's out here doing that type shit. And I, I feel bad. This is, I feel bad for um, T.I. and Tiny also. And their situation is a slight bit different, but it's pretty much the same because this is how the industry works. People come around and they want to get fucked. People come around to get fucked. Some people come around just so that, that they can say you fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like people look for connection. People want, like, we see in a lot of the pro athletes with the Britneys or even with, like, Future, you know what I'm saying? Bitches come around, they not thinking that if I go around this nigga, he's just going to want to hold my hand at them. <laughs> they not thinking that we just going to go on a picnic and he going to take me home. If you go to a celebrity backstage after the show, all of those narratives, you're going looking for something. You're not always just looking for an autograph. I don't give a fuck what you say. Look, I've been in this situation before. I remember I was like 16. It was before um, Kiss, um, I think, um, because I think that might have been the last show that I went to. But before that, I went to another show. And afterwards, we went back to the hotel. I've been to a, a couple people's hotels 
um, after the fact. Sometimes because we were just, you know what I'm saying, popping through the area. Sometimes knowingly that they were staying in those places. And there has been times that you go, I remember when we were- I just said I long ago, and never knew what I could hear one shadow. If I fell, if I succeed, at least I live what I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all inside of me is Thank you for joining Speaking Freedom as we continue to assist you with your daily growth and intuitive wisdom. Loving is a lifestyle and we love to love. Inspiration is how we fuel faith. Please join us daily for your inspiration and motivation. We have the entire world to offer you at your fingertips. Your life enhancement coaching specialist. Thank you for choosing us to assist you in accomplishing your personal and professional goals. And have a beautiful day. In love, we trust. This is brought to you by Goodhead Group, Love Gang, and Speaking Freedom. We thank God for you, and we love you. Hi, I'm Casey, Dr. Casey to be exact, owner of Speaking Freedom LLC, Love Gang, and Goodhead Group LLC. I am also a certified life coach and host of Speaking Freedom Radio and TV. Although I have recently became an ordained minister, please be aware that I am still me, raw and uncut the way God made me and allowed life to shape me. I pray and expect God to use me for people who can receive the way I communicate as well as my delivery. I am not for those who are already saved, religious, or super deep. I am for the leaders, hustlers, and street influencers around the world, including pimps, killers, drug dealers, and working girls. I am sharing my experiences and perspective to help someone be inspired to be better. And for those who can identify with the various aspects of my mindset. My mindset alone does not determine the status of any active connections or current relationships that have not already been specifically addressed. Additionally, these recordings should not be taken personally if I have not already spoken to you about the topic or expressed that I have an issue. These recordings are a part of my life's work to document my experience, perspective, and to see how life has shaped me. My plan in using my stories publicly and socially is to encourage growth in those who can identify with the experiences and find inspiration in my life to heal and overcome the path that they've been set on, no matter what they face as according to the purpose of their soul until healing takes place. Despite the experiences that I may have had with any person, sometimes known and unknown, I hold no grudges, no no hate, no bitterness, or any other ill feelings against anyone. I pray that your life is whole and very fruitful. I forgive you as I hope that you forgive me if I have wronged you or anyone that you know or anyone who listens to me. I pray that you have peace and extend the same grace to others. I have love for everyone, especially on a human level, despite flaws or experiences. But that doesn't mean that I will associate or be close to every human that I know or meet. 
meet. I've experienced a very eventful life and truly believe that my mindset and story based on experiences could help those who identify with how I think and are looking for inspiration to grow further, go beyond hurt, and be great. I pray that these recordings bless you and your soul in every way and whatever way God has intended. Sending love and light to all. Thanks for listening. Achieve your dreams.